Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day. It will brighten all the way if you keep on the sunny side of life. Merry Christmas. This is Joe Martin from Toledo, Washington, and thanks for taking a, a few moments to watch this midweek cabin talk. I want to just talk to you today for a few moments about Christmas worship. Now, there's a lot of worship that goes on around Christmas, and not all of it's very Christmassy. Um, I know that a lot of it is just good fun and your family traditions and stories to kids and Many of you have different sensibilities about that, but the Bible is very clear about what the real worship relating to the Christmas experience is. As a matter of fact, the history of the church all the way back into the second century where Christmas began to become more and more of a regular part of the Christian calendar, that um, it, it's a huge part. The worship of Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, the incarnation but when we um, <clears throat> read what the Bible says about it, there's a lot about worship in it. Let me just read this passage that I touched on even last Sunday, and I'll touch on again. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem, Judea, in the days of Herod the king, Magi from the east arrived from Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. And when Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him, gathering together all the chief priests and scribes of the people. He inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. And he said, they said to him in Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah, for out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. And then Herod secretly called the Magi and determined from them when the exact time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child, and when you have found him, report to me so that I too may come and worship him. And hearing the king they went their way, and the star which they had seen in the east <clears throat> went on before them until it came and stood over the place where the child was. And when they, star, the, when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And after coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, fell to the ground and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they presented to him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned by God in a dream not to return to Herod, the Magi left for their own country by another way. This is a wonderful narrative in the story of the birth of Jesus. Now we know more about it from the book of Luke, that he wasn't born, obviously, in this house. This was probably up to a year later. But I do want to say this much that there are some incredibly important things about 
Christmas worship here. The first thing, and we can see this in the life of the Magi. The Magi were a scholarly group from someplace in up in, in Iraq or parts of Iran. There's lots of traditions that link them to being a part of that group that was related to the teachings of Daniel. Maybe that was part of it. We don't know for sure. But we do know that they sought him. Part of Christmas worship that we can get from the Magi is seeking the Christ, seeking Christ. You know, the question for you this year is, are you seeking Christ? And that takes some time. That means you're going to have to set aside some time to seek him, to be, um, that, that, that will mean they inconvenienced themselves. They traveled. For, it's a lot easier for us now if we want to worship Christ. You'll have to seek him and make a point to um, to get up and inconvenience yourself. Go to go to a gathering, a worship service. We are embodied creatures, and so we um, embodied beings. And so seeking part of seeking will involve physically moving. And I realize that um, there are many things about. Um, many positive things about being able to do things online. But let me just impress upon you that, you know, seeking does not mean that you achieved a certain thing or you got a certain thing done or you checked a certain thing off your box. It's just seeking, seeking to encounter Jesus and to come into his presence. The second thing we see is they worshiped him. They worshipped him in a very real way. It said they literally fell to the ground when they found the child and they worshipped him. You know, as I said, we are embodied beings. And so part of uh, whatever we do in worship should include something, oftentimes something we do physically. It's not just mental. We live in these bodies. So in their case, they fell to the ground, which is an appropriate type of worship. Some of you, it's kneeling. Some of you, it is um, holding your hands like this. It could be in many church traditions, they would pray to the East, whatever that might be. And that's not just like other religions. That was because it was toward um, toward Jerusalem, particularly in the story of Daniel. We see examples of this worship, that you do something that activates what's going on with your body. Now, sometimes we clap our hands or sometimes we raise our hands. There is worship. And worship is really becoming preoccupied with with God. And so there's seeking, there is bowing down, or there is this worship that comes by uh, your you activating your body and using it in a way. And for some of you, that means you, you'll have to go someplace. You know, let me encourage you, come to a worship service this Sunday on, um, come to the morning and, and, and come to the Christmas Eve service at seven, uh, the candlelight service. So these are important things that we do. The other thing we see is giving to him. So there was worshiping him, there was seeking him. And part of worship is giving to him. You know, they they brought costly gifts. They opened those gifts. They were costly. They weren't just um, token things. They weren't just, they were things that had real sacrifice. They were useful, gold and 
and uh, frankincense and myrrh. These were things that could really help them down the line. Often uh, scholars have said these are symbolic of certain things, but we don't have time to explore that. And then there was also loyalty to him. Notice they had been warned um, in a dream that they wanted to protect the life of the child. You know, uh, obviously that was has a context. And Joseph also was warned by an angel and he fled um, and went to Egypt to protect the child. We know the terrible things that went forth in those days, the, the, the secular powers or the temporal powers of political powers of that day were seeking to crush out um, the life of Christ. And we have to protect um, this work from any of that, any any worldly effort to try and um, destroy the life of Christ. And part of that really for us is the witness of Christ, the, our ability to bring the life that comes through the gospel. And so we have to be very protective. I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea about Jesus because of the way I act or what I say or what I don't say or what I do or what I don't do. And so they were very careful to protect the child by what they did. They went a different way. They changed the direction of their life and their plan to protect him. And we have to do that too. These are just a few things for you to consider as you prepare for this weekend's um, times of worship where we can gather together. Seek him. Set aside time in your daily life to seek him. That old saying, it was cliche, it was on a lot of Christmas cards for a lot of years. Wise men still seek him. is true. They worshipped him and they fell down. They used their physical bodies to worship him. That's important. They, they made adjustments to their own lives. They gave. And for many of you, that'll be an important part. Part of worshipping is giving. It is saying you're worth something. And then also protecting, protecting the life and person of Christ. And that's true in our own lives by we protect his work in our lives, the living power of Christ. And so I just want to encourage you to consider those things. And I'll look forward to seeing you. I'll look forward to seeing you in one of the morning services, either 8 or 11, where we talk about... Um, the love of God being demonstrated through through the Christmas story and through our lives. And then, or you could come to the um, breakfast class. I'd love for, to have you come for that. It'd be really, really wonderful to see you there. It's at 9.30 downstairs. And so talk about community and how to live in community, how to do this in community. So thank you for watching. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you for your giving throughout this year that you've been so faithful and thank you for continuing to um, pray for TFBC as we seek to follow Jesus.